بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسول الكريم وبعد رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي اللهم لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم الحمد لله الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا ان هدانا الله السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته respected ulama ikram respected hufaz respected elders respected brothers respected mothers and sisters in islam we are very fortunate alhamdulillah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us that we are reciters of kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and we stress muhammadur rasulullah because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his infinite grace and mercy allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed us in the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam if we look deep in our hearts and we look in ourselves and we do some research within ourselves some introspection and we look at what have we done that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have given a sinful servant of Allah as me the great honor which the anbiya alaihi wasallam requested Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have so we are very fortunate in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam Aisha radhiyallahu anha she says that kana Rasulullah kana Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam idha salla qama hatta tatafattara rijalahu that Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to stand in tahajjud salah which was compulsory upon him every night he used to stand and at times his feet used to swell up it became it became swollen and full of pain and she saw this and she asked him qalat aisha ya rasulullah oh nabi of allah atasnaw hadha you are doing this wa qad ghufira ma taqaddama min dambik wa ma ta'akhkhar you are doing this and you have been forgiven all previous and even all persons and sins which were still to be Allah has forgiven you you are masum why are you doing this and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam beautifully explicitly tells aisha radhiyallahu anha ya aisha afala akunu abdan shakura oh aisha should i not be a thankful slave to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he is ex- explaining to the ummah He is telling the ummah that to what degree he is showing gratitude to Allah. If we just take it from this angle, Allah has wajtabakum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-Mustafa. He is the selected one. He is the chosen one of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Out of all human beings, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have selected the most purest of souls and those are the anbiya alayhi wasallam and from the anbiya alayhi wasallam Allah has selected the most purest and the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is habibullah the beloved of Allah rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam nabi muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam should he not be grateful and thankful for this great honor 
That in both worlds, Allah subhanahu has given him the maqam of Mahmud, the high exalted stature in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has made him his beloved, the most closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Afala akuno. Should I not be abdan shakura? Should I not be a grateful servant to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What has Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? What great honor Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? And look at ourselves. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has selected us to be the followers of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What a great honor. Wallahi, we do not realize where we are and what position Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed us. We are the khayru ummah. Kuntum khayra ummatin ukhrijat linnas. You are the best ummah taken out for the guidance of mankind. We are here and we have been given such a great honor with such a great responsibility from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The responsibility which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given His choice servants. The, the, the duty of balaw, of conveying this deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What a great honor. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to him, Tell them, O Muhammad, this is my way. Kul sabili. My way is ad'u ila Allah. I invite towards Allah. Ana wa man ittaba'ani. Me, I do this job. I fulfill the duty of the anbiya calling to the oneness of Allah and all those who follow me. They do the same. Allah has given us such a great and noble duty. The duty of his most beloved choices souls. The Anbiya So we should be very honored and we should be very grateful to Allah. That Allah has placed me in the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. May Allah give us the ability that we fulfill the object of our existence as the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That we in ourselves, we make sure we purify our own selves. We see that goodness is in with me, within me. And... That I see that I spread goodness. That I spread goodness. That if haq comes, if goodness comes into existence, automatically the batil will disappear. Allah will make it disappear. And we, we are the replicas, we are the examples of Rasulullah We are his deputies. We are the Naibul Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We stand, we are the successors of the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. Like they spread deen, it is our duty to also make this effort that I at least, I will see that goodness is in with me and I will reflect goodness to humanity. Through my akhlaq, through my spending, through my ibadah, through my iman, everything of me, I will make sure that I'm an embodiment of goodness and nur. Nur has to come into my heart first. So each and every one of us needs to make such an effort that our iman is purified, not our iman, our hearts are purified, and our iman is blooming from our hearts. People look at us, and they feel they want to be in our company. 
Not that we become such people with our bad akhlaq and with our character and with our ways that people look at us and they don't want to be close to us. May Allah forbid. We have been blessed, alhamdulillah, with such a beautiful day. It's the beginning of spring. Springing, all the flowers are springing up. Beautiful, alhamdulillah. And being our food for you, we make dua, this weather holds. Allah grants us good weather, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is blessing us again. After we have, we have wronged ourselves in such a way that Ramadan has passed. We have read so much Quran. We have made so much Salatul Layl. We have made so much Ibadah. And yet, it's almost just more than a month ago. And we have, we can ask ourselves, each and every one of us, I've been reading Quran, Khatam, every day one juz, every day three ajaza, whatever I did, I made Atkar, I made Nawafil, extra Salah. Where, what has happened to that? Where did it go? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ Verily those people who say, Allah is my Rabb, ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا What? And then they have istiqamah. They are steadfast. They continue with what they are doing. After saying, Allah is my Rabb, and bringing good deeds into my life, then I'm steadfast on those deeds. How many of us have again opened up the Qur'an after Ramadan has passed? How many of us again have stood up for Salatul Layl? Was it only because we made suhoor? So we had to stand up and then we made Salatul Layl. And because the time was there, what happened? I was in the masjid for Dhur Salah. I was even in the masjid for Fajr and Asr. In Ramadan. What happened to that? What happened? That nafs, it has the natural inclination towards evil. If we leave ourselves, shaitan was tied in Ramadan, the bliss is lost. And now what happens? Our nafs, our evil selves within us, we didn't close it up and we didn't continue. And therefore we can judge ourselves. What has become of me? What has become of my eyes? I switched off the TV in Ramadan. For whatever reason, I, Allah knows best. I switched it off. And after Ramadan, it went on again. I'm hooked again. I left my bad deeds. But I'm hooked again now. Now with the grace and mercy of Allah. Allah is so merciful to this ummah. Allah loves us so much. Allah is giving us that we are going into the season of His beloved Khalilullah Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us that now will dawn upon us the ayyamul hajj. And Allah will gain those of us who want it, who are eager. Allah again will give us the ability to replenish our iman and boost our iman. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, Wal Fajr, Walayalin Ashir. That by the dawn break and by the ten days, the ten days of the Hijjah, 
These ten days where Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, it is mentioned in the Sahih Bukhari that Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to his Sahaba, "There are no days better in doing deeds than the ten days of Dhuhr." The Sahaba was astonished. Even jihad in the path of Allah, Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Even jihad in the path of Allah, except that." Of a man who does it by putting himself and his property into danger for Allah's sake, and does not return with any of those things, he leaves with any everything, and he doesn't come back. These days are more valuable than even going in the path of Allah in jihad, fighting and giving your life for the deen of Allah. And these days of the Hijjah are such days. Where we should be engaging ourselves and exerting ourselves, getting the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, getting the rahmah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, getting the love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That that love comes into our heart so much that it it burns away, it takes away all darkness from my heart, and I exert myself in these ten days of the Hijjah, the same as I was exerting myself in the Ramadan. That same exertion and that zeal that took me through, that same zeal must be put into these ten days of the of the Hijjah. This is the rahmah of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, and it will only come to those people who want it, who want it, who seeking for it. And not only these ten days, I should reflect on myself every day. I should take hisab, and I should look at myself that what is my progress. How am I in front of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? How is my connection progressing with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala? It shouldn't be that that love and connection it diminishes. No, that exertion coming closer and closer and closer to Allah automatically Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala rushes towards us. Allah gives us a two-way love. The more we come to Allah, Allah rushes to us more. Allah wants to enshroud us with His love. With His nur, but we have to show Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala that Allah, Ya Am, Ya Am Allah. Like the Hujaj, what are they going to say? La Baik Allahumma La Baik. Ya Am Allah. We should say this every day. Oh Allah, Ya Am. I want to get closer to you. I want to get your rahmah. I want to get your closeness. I want to be under your arsh on the day of Qiyamah. Oh Allah, I want to be in the most highest and lofty ranks with Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Oh Allah, I want to be in your company in Jannah. I want to see you, oh Allah. This must be my desire, my yearning. Now the nafs we went into itikaf, we cut ourselves off from dunya, and what happened? Because that is the need of nafs to tame it. It needs to cut off from dunya. The more we engage ourselves in dunya, in this world, just our engagements, halal engagements. The more we are engaged in it, then what happens? The nafs thrive, the evil nafs thrives on that until we curb it and we cut off. We come back to masjid. That's why a believer he needs to be in the masjid five times a day. A woman must make a home like a masjid. She must be in seclusion. That's why when we come in the masjid, na waitu iltikafa lillahi ma dumtu fi adil masjid. We come in and we come into itikaf. We come to seclude ourselves. We cut ourselves off again. 
That's why the reward from one walk to the other walk sitting, you get the reward as if you were in salah till that time, waiting for the next salah. Because you were in itikaf and you were reflecting on yourself, you were taking hisab and you were improving yourself, you were making muraqab about yourself, you were making afkar. This, these are the amal in the masjid, reading the Quran, coming closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is that season where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed us to reflect on the life of one of his beloveds. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, his friend. Allah says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ثُمَّ أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ عَنِ اتَّبِعْ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا Then Allah inspired Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that you must follow the milla, the religion, the way, the mizaj, the methodology, the thinking, the understanding of Ibrahim alayhi salam. وَمَنْ أَحْسَنُ دِينًا مِّمَّنْ أَسْلَمَ وَجْهَهُ لِلَّهُ وَمُحْسِنُ وَاتَّبَعَ مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا That and whose way and deen is better than he faces himself to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's a good person and he follows the way of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam and Allah says to Rasulullah sallallahu Allah instructs him to follow Nabi Ibrahim al-Islam's way. Because Nabi Ibrahim al-Islam, Hanifa. He was Hanifan. He was a person of the highest level of yaqeen and iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Follow this way of Ibrahim al-Islam. And Allah says, وَاتَّخَذَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ خَلِيلًا Allah has taken Ibrahim salam as his bosom, his close friend. Who, wasn't, who wants to be the close friend of Allah? Look at the life of the Anbiya, especially the life of Nabi Ibrahim salam. Look at his life that Allah instructs Nabi salam to follow into his footsteps of Ibrahim salam In his way, in his thinking, in his iman, in his aqidah. And we go back to the life of Nabi Ibrahim salam. Why these days we are performing Hajj? How much of the family and the life of Nabi Ibrahim salam are we portraying in these days of Hajj? Are we following in these days of Hajj? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He says to his father, growing up in a house of an idol maker, Growing in the house of an idol maker, not just an idol worshipper, the maker of idols from wood, the one who carves, is his father Azar. And he says to his, to his father and the people, that what are these idols that you are worshipping so devotedly? What are these idols? And they said, Oh Ibrahim, are you trying to, are you playing the fool with us? Did you come to us with truth? Or am antum in Or are you of the players? Spills it won't be those. You know, jokes by Jimak. Ibrahim al Islam says, No! Bal Rabbukum Rabbus Samawati wal Arb, Aladi Fatarahunna wa ana ala dalikum mina shahidin. No, in fact, I'm coming to tell you that my Rabb. 
is the one who created everything. Who created the heavens and the earth and everything in it. And I witness, I be witness that this is my Rabb. And Ibrahim goes on and he tells them, I will teach you a lesson. I will make you understand who is Allah. I will make you understand. And the people go out one day and they go to a feast or whatever festival. And what happens? Ibrahim alayhi salam, he plays sick. And he takes an axe and he chops up all the idols in that room of the idols. In the house of the idols or in the church or I mean whatever it is. And he destroys everyone except the big one. And the people come back and they say, Who did this, Ibrahim? Did you do this to our idols? He says, why don't you ask the big one? He's standing there. He's standing there. And can't you ask him? Doesn't he speak? How can you worship this thing which doesn't speak? And they reflect in themselves. And they says that we, we are the misguided ones. They're actually thinking that we are the Dali moon. We are wrong here. And then what happens? They for a moment... They saw the haq and they understood that this cannot be. Like sometimes the haq is in front of us and we understand the haq and it's made clear to us, but we still don't want to accept it. We will still go disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will still go disobeying the order of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though we hear it again and again, our hearts have become so hard that we see it in front of us. Let it not be that we become like these people. And we, become, and we fall into their end result. May Allah protect us. And what happened? They say, no. No. They hear some youngster. Some they say, we heard it is some young man. They call him Ibrahim. He did this. He was speaking about the idols. And what they do? They make a huge fire. They make such a huge fire that they take all the wood of the town that they could gather. That they couldn't... Such a huge fire. Oskar no dear Because he's really playing with our religion. This is blasphemy. And they couldn't go close enough to throw him in the fire. And they make a catapult. The first catapult made such a human-sized catapult to shoot him into the fire. And what happens... Allahu Akbar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala watches Ibrahim alayhi salam. Allah knows what is happening to his friend, his close bosom friend, his beloved, his Khalil. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is seeing this. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's amr comes down. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's order comes down. When Ibrahim alayhi salam is put into the catapult, and he's being shot into the sky. He says, Allahumma innaka fi samai wahid. Oh Allah in the sky, you are alone. Wa anna fil ardi wahid. A'buduk. That I am the only one in this earth who's worshipping you, oh Allah. And he's being shot into the fire. And he says, Hasbuna Allah wa ni'mal wakil. My Allah is sufficient for me. And Allah will suffice for me. Allah will take care of me. Jibreel alayhi salam comes down. Jibreel alayhi salam asks, 
Ya Ibrahim, alaka haja is there any need I can do for you? Ibrahim alayhisalam says to Jibreel alayhisalam, Amma ilayka fala. That concerning you, I don't need your help. Imagine, not Bill Gates comes to me with a billion. No, Jibreel alayhisalam comes, an angel. Subhanallah, I can help you. Even the angel of the rain comes down. He says, Mata umiru fa'urisulul matar. When am I going to be ordered by Allah to send down the rain? He's waiting. But Allah's order is about this. Allah wants to see in the heart of Ibrahim. How is his connection with Allah? He goes beyond the beautiful creation of Allah. The powerful creation of Allah. Jibreel alayhi salam. Subhanallah. He says, no, I don't need your help. My Allah will suffice me. Subhanallah. This is it. When that connection is with Allah, even if we do not turn to Allah, and we turn to anything, everybody else first, we go to this one for help, or that one for help, and we see that there's, there's no more help, and we're hopeless, even in that state of hopelessness, and you come to Allah, Allah is so kind and merciful. Allah will help you in that condition also. Even if you turn to everybody else, Allah wants to see us turning towards Him. Allah puts us through tests and tests in life to see where is the antenna going? To who is it going? Is it going to Allah? Follow the millah of Ibrahim alayhi salam. His thinking, his mizaj, his mindset. What was it? He was connected to Allah. And this has to become my connection, inshallah. And this is my long life effort to die on this. That I am connected to Allah. And my antenna is constantly going towards Allah. Every difficult, any need, it goes towards Allah. This is, this is Iman. This is Tawheed. This is our Aqeedah. That we turn to Allah. In all ways, we do not turn to anyone else. Direct our connection is with Allah. And what Allah does, Ibrahim salam, he's got yaqeen in Allah. That this elements, fire is burning. Sun is giving heat. He goes beyond this. That these are the creation of Allah. My Allah is in control of this. Allah is in control of this. Even the sun cannot give heat, the sun goes and sets, and it makes sujood, and it cries out of fear of Allah, and it seeks Allah's permission every night to rise the next morning. Creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ibrahim alayhi salam is yaqeen in Allah, and he says, and Allah says to the fire, and Ibrahim alayhi salam didn't know what's going to happen. He's in the sky. <coughs> And he's, being, he's going to fall into the fire. And Allah commands. Allah sees this yaqeen in his heart. That he's only turning to Allah. And Allah commands that fire. Ya narun kuni bardan wa salaman ala Ibrahim. Oh fire, be cold, be cool, and be peaceful upon Ibrahim salam. Subhanallah. And this is because of his yaqeen. This is what happened. We are put through trials 
and tribulations. Allah pushes us this way and then that way and then this, this difficulty and that difficulty. You are going to die. We are all going to die with all difficulty. <laughs> Not after difficulty, with difficulty Allah brings ease. Allah wants to see slaves. This ummah, Allah wants to see how we are connected to Allah. Whatever Allah puts us through. May Allah give us that ability. And Allah make it easy that our tests, Allah makes it easy upon us, not like it went through to the Anbiya and the Sahaba. We are, we are weak. Allah must give us kuwa, strength, inshallah. And then, look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taught us. Through the life of Ibrahim alayhi salam. Ibrahim alayhi salam. He has his wife Sarah alayhi salam. And one king gives him a, another story. Gives them a, a servant. And eventually Hajar. The servant becomes the wife of Ibrahim alayhi salam. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands Ibrahim alayhi salam. To take his wife Hajar. And take them to Makkah. And then he comes there. And he says to his wife, he's going to leave her with this bag of water and some dates and the baby and Ismail alayhi salam. And he has to go and she asks, Is this Allah? What shall my vrouw say? What shall You're leaving me here in the bundus. But I'm not going to see this. No, nothing. You're leaving me here. Not Ibrahim alayhi salam didn't say this. No? And Ajah alayhi salam didn't say this. I'm just saying what would some people say. So, don't misquote me on that, please. So, then what happened? Hajar Islam. What is the iman in the heart of the wife of the Nabi? Did Allah order you with this, O Ibrahim? And he remarks, yes. <coughs> some say he made a gesture, yes. And she accepts. Sami'na wa ata'na. We hear and we obey. She accepts. Her iman is strong. That Allah will take care of me. If Allah ordered you to do this, Allah will take care of me in Ismail salam. Allah does. And, وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جْعَلْ هَذَا بَلَدَ آمِنَا وَجْنُبْنِي وَبَنِيَّا أَنْ نَعْبُدَ الْأَصْنَامِ Oh Allah, make this place safe. And make that my children and myself do not worship the idols like my parents and my forefathers did. And, رَبَّنَا إِنِّي أَسْكَنْتُ مِنْ ذُرِّيَّةِ بِوَادٍ غَيْرِ ذِي زَرْعٍ عِنْدَ بَيْتِكَ الْمُحَرَّمِ رَبَّنَا لِيُقِيمُ الصَّلَاءِ فَاجْعَلْ عَفْئِدَةً مِّنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ وَرَزُقَهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَشْكُرُونَ Oh Allah, make that this, my family, they stay in this place. As he's about to go, he turns to Allah and he makes this dua. I'm leaving my family in this valley without any vegetation. Oh Allah, I'm putting them here by your house. And oh Allah, make them that they will be steadfast in salah, in worshipping you. And make that the afidata minanas, that the hearts of people incline towards them, that they are nice, people are nice towards them, and people love them. And 
Give them minathamarati la'alakum ashkurun. Give them fruits. Give them, give them food so that they can be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just by the way, how many times we are sitting and eating and Allah is feeding us and we're getting so much food and we're eating so liquor. Ya Ibrahim al-Islam says, let his wife and his children, his progeny, let them be fed so that they can be thankful to Allah. How many of us read this dua when we finish eating? How many of us are actually just saying, Alhamdulillah, for the food, even if we're eating fried tomatoes for the night, we must make shukr to Allah that at least we can taste that tomatoes that Allah is giving us. This is our risk from Allah. How thankful of us are us to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Unfortunately, we have to stop here. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that we benefit from the life of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. And we can continue inshallah on another time with how Ibrahim alayhi salam and his son Ismail were put through the test. And how they passed the test because of the iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that we also pass these tests inshallah. That time is coming soon. That we're going to make Qurban and we're going to make Zabh. Uh, and Ibrahim alayhi salam had to put the knife on the neck of Ismail alayhi salam. And Allah wanted to see this, his readiness to do the command of Allah. His son was also ready to fulfill the command of Allah. And what Qurban are we making? That Nabi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, that it is not the blood and it is not the meat which reaches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Walakin yanalu taqwa minkum. That it is the taqwa that reaches Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is not how many sheep we are going to slaughter or how big the ram is we are going to slaughter or whatever or where we are going to slaughter. It is, what am I slaughtering in my heart? What am I slaughtering in my heart? Am I slaughtering my disobedience to Allah? Am I cutting that? That is taqwa. That complete obedience to Allah and abstention from sin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it that we become such people. That we recognize the order of Allah as being so important and we recognize those sins which we are committing we cut off from those sins those cigarettes which we are smoking that things we are watching on the pornography on the internet and all the haram which we are doing how many sins am I slaughtering and reflect on this day of Jumu'ah it is a day when we boost our taqwa and one occasion in our life which, will, which should definitely boost our taqwa is that وَاتَّقُوا يَوْمًا تُرْجَعُونَ فِيهِ إِلَى اللَّهِ Fear that day, that day when you will be returned to Allah. When we're all going to stand in front of Allah. Furadan, furadan, individually. Each and every one is going to stand individually with Allah. 
giving his account. People are going to be sweating till the ears out of worry and panic. And they're going, we're all going to be naked. Aisha Raylana asked, Oh Nabi Allah, and the people are going to look at each other. Nabi Sallallahu said, They will be in such a panic that of their own selves that they won't even worry to look. Because everybody will be worried about themselves. About himself. Nafsi, nafsi, oh Allah, myself. What is my condition? Allahu Akbar. So prepare for that day that we're going to stand in front of Allah. How did we spend our life? How did we earn our wealth? How did we spend our wealth? How did we spend our youth? Those of us who have gone past youth, make tawbah for any bad deeds performed in our youth. Those of us who are wise and are still in our youth, prepare and make sure that we keep our slates clean. May Allah protect us. And how, how did we attain, what did we do with the knowledge which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that we are prepared for that day, inshallah. And we come in front of Allah with mountains of good deeds, protected good deeds, inshallah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the other side of the balance light or nothing on thee, inshallah. Ameen. Today we take a moment to remember رَبَّنَا اغْفِرْ لَنَا وَلِإِخْوَالِنَا الَّذِينَ سَبَقُونَ بِالْإِيمَانِ O oh Allah, forgive us and our brothers who have preceded us with Iman. They have gone ahead. And whenever it comes to occasions like this, at our food fairs and so on, we reflect on our pioneers who started the building of the madrasa, the building of the masjid, to all those people, elderly, young, all of them who were there, they are enjoying the fruits, Allahu Akbar. They are enjoying the fruits of working for the masjid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so inshallah, we should leave behind our legacy also, to enjoy the fruits in the years to come. May Allah give us all the ability, inshallah, to make amal, and to convey to others. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika nashadu wa la ilaha inta nastaghfiruka wa natubi ilika.